send for the women. The women who will pray. The women who have talents, gifts, and resources. To do serious damage to demonic agendas. Send for the women. The women who will mourn. The women who haven't allowed bitterness and hate. To turn them into mere mannequins. The women who aren't so downtrodden. That they've forgotten how to feel. Send for the women who still have the ability to feel and cry. So they might wail against what the devil is doing. Send for the women who will weep and wail. The women who will mourn in sackcloth and ashes. Send for the women. The women who will wake up, everyone around them, calling out, the devil is destroying us. Death is on its way. Send for the women who will be God's warning shout to his people, his alarm system, his tornado signal, his air raid siren. The women who God will use to warn his people of the impending consequences of sin. Send for the women who have a God-given destiny to destroy the power of Satan over God's people by waking them up and calling them to a morning of repentance. Women who would teach their daughters to weep against sin and the assault of the devil. Send for the women. Women who have a destiny to open their mouth and cry against the evil that the devil has put upon God's people. Women who have ideas to be voiced, energy to be released, abilities to be exercised, power to be loosed, spiritual gifts to be expressed, prayers to be prayed. Send for the women who look toward the future. To what they can be, what they can do, what they can say, what they can pray, what they can possess that will bring glory to God. Defeat the devil and see a nation saved. Send for the women. everyone welcome to the busy believer show where we study the word of god and apply it to our daily lives i'm your host monica and i'm here to encourage you in your faith and walk with the lord in this show we explore the scriptures and share testimonies and learn from other believers who are living out their faith in the midst of busy schedules and challenges i know we've all been there Hey, you can subscribe to this show on thebusybeliever.captivate.fm or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll leave the links in the description below. And now, let's get started with today's episode of The Busy Believer. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to The Busy Believer. Hey, how's your week been going? It is like the dog days of summer right now. And I'm sure it's pretty much that way for all of you out there. I mean, here in Idaho, I'm sitting at right around 95, and we haven't even hit August yet. It's crazy, right? Just the the whole seasons throughout the year have just been just crazy. Well, get ready for August. And I know it's hot over there in Texas. I know you guys are sitting at 106, 108 degrees. But you know, that's a normal Texas temperatures for July. But hold on to your hats there, cowboys. Texas is coming, right? All right. And Nevada, Arizona, I know you guys are hot over there. Goodness. I'm grateful for my 90 degrees when you guys are constantly at 100s in the middle of this crazy summer. Well, hopefully you have pools. I know it's summer vacation. You guys are getting the kids out to the water parks, the lakes, the rivers. Swimming pool is getting its usage this summer. I wish I had a pool, but 
we have the rivers. We have the lakes here. So I'm grateful for that. And I don't have to pay. I don't have to clean them. So I'm grateful, right? All right. Well, hopefully you got your cup of coffee this morning and or your iced tea or whatever you're drinking this morning. We have a good one today. And this one challenged me. And I'm going to title this one, At All Costs. And I recently spoke in a bonus episode to my members here about being all in for Jesus and why one would make that decision. What does it actually mean, right? You could listen to that episode if you actually scroll down to the bottom of my page and there's a link there that says support the busy believer. And you could go ahead and click that link and what will it will actually do is take you to my subscription page and you could subscribe for as little as eight bucks a month and get all of my bonus content throughout the week and you can get advanced listening to every podcast, ad-free content, and more right there. All right, so I'd encourage you to check that out. If you don't want to subscribe, then you can go ahead and hit my tip link right there at the same spot at the bottom of the page. And you can go ahead and just donate to your favorite episode, the one that you like the most. And I know a lot of you are listening right now to the Ancient Wisdom Unveiled, and I hope you're enjoying that six-part series. I see you guys. I thank you, and I appreciate that you are listening to those. Leave me a thumbs up or a comment on what you think of that study. Actually, a favorite of mine. Man, I learned so much in that study. Okay. So being all in for Jesus, it really requires total commitment. And I've been learning this this past few weeks. You know, we cannot serve the world and, and party with them all week and engage in all the things that God says that we should abstain from or to run away from. We can't be like holy or, or, or pretend to be saved on Sunday or even when it seems necessary. When we're out there doing the exact same things the world is doing. Jesus says he would rather us be one or the other. He says that in Revelations 3, 15 through 16. He doesn't like people to be lukewarm. Well, I'm going to ride the fence these days, you know, or I'm going to be on, on the holy road today. But, you know, I'm kind of agreeing what the world says on this. So I'm going to be over here. You know, politically speaking, we don't like rhinos, so why be one? You know, these days they are starting to get evil. And what I mean by starting is, according to what Revelation says of how the days are going to get so evil, what we see now is just a sprinkle of, of powdered sugar. It's, it's nothing compared to what it's going to really get like. But when you look at things going on, everybody says, get ready, Christianity is being attacked. Well, we already know that Jesus says they hated him first, so they're going to hate us. But these days are coming to the point of, of you and me having to make our stand. And when I looked up the word stand, it had said in Wikipedia to refuse to compromise to refuse to yield, to brace oneself, and to maintain one's position or one's belief or one's ideology or one's political affiliation, whatever it is. You know, Ephesians 6.11, as I studied this scripture, Jesus says here, to put on the armor of God, 
so that we can take our stand against the devil's schemes. And verse 13, he says, when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And then he says, and after you have done everything to stand. See, in one chapter, he says stand three times. And that's pretty important. And then when I went back and I was like, okay, we're going to take our stand against the devil's schemes. And we all say, oh, well, yeah, we're supposed to do that. We're not supposed to, you know, listen to anything that the enemy says or the enemy, you know, puts in front of us or tempts us with. And it's not easy to do because we often don't recognize the schemes until we're like waist deep and we're shouting for help. Or we've got, you know, our head in the pillow crying or we're so enraged that we're hitting the gym. But what I noticed, Jesus and Paul say, after you have done everything, to stand. What exactly is that everything? You know, I began to think about it and the things that I have been dealing with lately in my life. And I've begun to to understand about standing for the word of God, no matter what. And I have been tested this past week of, is it easier to just make things seem okay, you know, just kind of going, okay, whatever you want to do, go ahead. I'll just side with that. No, I couldn't. I had to actually sit there and go, what am I going to do? Who am I going to follow? What am I going to support? And I had to go, you know what? God's word is the truth. And I have to stand on God's truth. Jesus says, after I've done everything, after I've shared the gospel, after I've taught, after I've shown them what the word says, Jesus says, after you have done everything that you can to stand on the word of God. See, we can stand for equality for, you know, whites, blacks, Hispanics, you know, the the Chinese, the Asians. We can all stand for equality as we should. We can stand for life and stand for truth and justice so easily because, see, Everybody stands for all of that, right? But what if it comes down to your morals? What if it comes down to your faith? What if it's if it's being mocked by your church? What if you are disliked because you stand in your church? Will you stand? So you may say, yes, yes, I'm going to stand. I would. But are you prepared for the cost? And the costs are great. Are you ready to stand at all costs? And then you may be asking, okay, well, before I say, yes, I would, tell me the costs. Like I said, it's standing when no one in your family will, and you have to stand alone on what the word of God says. It's standing when the church won't. Ouch, tough one there, right? A lot of times the church wants to just go, oh, well, it's okay, you know, for lesbians to be in the church. Yes, it's okay for the lesbians to be in the church, but it's not okay for the sin that they are doing. It's standing when the world is on one side and you are alone on the other side and they're laughing at you and mocking at you and you turn around and there's no one else there but you. Ultimately, it's standing if you lose all your belongings and possibly your life. Would you stand for God? And, you know, we can, when I was thinking about all this, I was drawn to Job and how Job, no matter what, 
he never cursed God. And no matter what, you know, what happened, he didn't even know why he was going through everything that he went through. Why did he lose all of his crops? Why did he lose all of his servants? Why did he lose his his daughters and and his wife was against him? His friends were against him. He never cursed God. He asked for a time in God's court to be able to make his case. Yes, but he never, ever cursed God because he knew who God was. He knew that no matter what, God was a righteous God. And God sees all of our intent, all of our thoughts, all of our our words, our actions. He sees our whole life. And God can say, you know what? This is what I'm doing. And God is right in what he does. And so Job never questioned. And you know, when you stand for the word of God, Jesus says, if the world hates you, to keep in mind that it hated me first. Now let's go deeper still. In Matthew 24, 9, it says, then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. Verse 10 says, At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Go even deeper and say, will you make your stand or will you turn away when your life is at stake? Because it says that they will betray you. They will betray me. They will hate me. Are you in at all costs or do you have limits to your stand? You know, I used to, I wrestled with this when, when I began to discuss this with the Lord of being all in at all costs. I remember saying, I don't know if I can stand when it counts to the point of death. I don't know if I'm strong enough. And then the Lord gave me this thought and he began to tell me, so you were willing to die for your country while serving and you don't know if you will die for serving me? Wow. You know, that really struck a chord with me. And he was right, of course. I had much to put into perspective and much to think about being a living sacrifice and what that actually means to lay down one's life. The reward is too great to fall away. And to actually know for me, that I know, that I know, that I know that Jesus is real and that we will live forever with him has become my focus, my stance, no matter the cost. Even if my, my family hates or rejects me, the church has gone against me and their left-leaning ideology or their stance on scripture to appease the ears so that they can get the numbers in the church. The world already hates me, and I don't care about what the world says. But Jesus says, after having done everything according to his word, to stand means at all cost. Will you stand? And you know, I used to think when I was a kid growing up and I would watch my mom I used to think that she was so religious, you know, it was always about the Bible. But as I walk with the Lord in faith and and through the valleys in my life and I stand on his word and I have learned 
She isn't religious. She is standing on God's word and refuses to be moved or budged or turned away from that. And that's exactly where I want to go, where I want to be, to be that same thing as my mom and as my sister in Christ. You know, we used to have this saying when I was in the military, and I, and it may be true today. It may be a thing out there, and I only knew it in the military. And I used to hear this quote, and I used to say, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I began to see it throughout just life. If people don't stand for, for anything in their life, they are almost led by their ears or led by their nose or led by their mouth into whatever somebody wants to feed them. They'll follow it. But we have to have some insight. And that comes from the word of God. It should be our shield. It should be our our discernment and how we look at everything in life and how we should judge everything that comes at us, whether it's through word or actions. God's word is truth and God's word will never, ever fail us. And so I want to encourage you to think about it when you say, I love Jesus or I am a Christian or I'm going to stand by what the word said. Are you ready to stand at all costs? Because on the flip side of that now, standing at all costs also brings spiritual warfare. Are you ready for the battle? Are you ready to go, here it comes, and to put on the full armor of God every day, no matter what comes across on social media, no matter what you get on text messages, no matter what somebody calls you up and says to you on the phone, no matter what the church says against you, no matter what your friends or family members, to stand on the word of God, no matter what. Are you ready to do that? Then Jesus says, great is your reward in heaven if you can do anything to stand on God's word. You know, another interesting story that I remember about standing is the infamous three amigos. No, not that one. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, they stood against a king, against a nation when it was not popular. You know, everybody bowed, all the men, all the women, they bowed before an idol. And these three stood their ground and said, no, my God is the one that I bowed to. And so that is not only about standing up, but it's also having faith in the fact that even if their lives were taken, that they know that they would be with Almighty God, and that even though they knew that if God willed it, he could save them, bring them back from the dead. So with that, I would ask you, and I would dare you to stand on the biblical promises that God has given you. Stand on his word and don't let anybody budge you from that. And with that, this is money. And remember, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Isaiah 43.1. Have a blessed day, everybody. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Busy Believer Podcast, where we study the Word of God and encourage each other to apply it to our daily lives. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new from the scriptures or gave you a fresh perspective on the scriptures that you already know. And if you want, you can support this ministry and get access to exclusive content 
thebusybeliever.captivate.fm or your favorite podcast app such as Spotify and Amazon. Hey, don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family and let them know that there is someone out there sharing the Word of God. And go ahead and leave a review. Let me know what you think of all of these podcasts out there for you in these Bible studies. I would love to hear it. And if not, just let me know what's your favorite summer drink. God bless you and see you next time on the Busy Believer Podcast.